Welcome to Verity Ed, where parents are primary. Today I am joined by Mrs. Sarah Hunter, and she, there's no like book list or anything or like, you know, radio shows or TV show appearances, movie starring roles <laughs> that she's been on, but it is my conviction that everyone needs a Sarah Hunter in their life, so I'm sharing her Thank with you, you today <laughs> because Thank she's you. super fun, articulate, and we're just going to like talk through our life stories, right? We're gonna, mm-hmm. we're gonna process, as much as you can handle. <laughs> we're going to process our lives together uh-huh. on air for your enjoyment and hopefully some edification too. I'm confident this will happen. Yes. So oh, yeah. Sarah, welcome. Thank Thank you so much. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself and your beautiful family and yeah, spill the beans. So I'm a mom of seven, Mm -hmm. which is always like the the big thing. That's what people want to know. You're the one with a lot of kids. Yeah. And they're all yours and they all look a lot alike. They do. So that's my deal. That's my claim to fame. Um, But I married an incredible, super awesome, it's not just me, like other people say it too, he's super awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Super awesome man. Um, We're both Connecticut natives, born and raised, mm-hmm. um, cradle Catholics, born and raised, and every integer of life, we just felt like God is so much wiser than we are because we had certain plans, and then life went according to God's plan, which... <laughs> it's so true. Praise that it did because mm-hmm. now we're living um, in Wallingford, homeschooling our kids, and I think... Like I could safely say, we're having the time of our life. Oh, like we are so that's living our so dream. Good to hear. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I it's love so that. Fun. Well, I'm so excited to have you on because you do have this sort of a, like couple of years in your life where there was a radical change, right? And I think for a lot of homeschooling moms or homeschoolers who are consider non homeschoolers who are considering becoming so, mm-hmm. um, they're coming out of the traditional school system and the institution, yep. and that's where you had your start, right, professionally. Yes. So yep. can you tell us a little bit about the the sort of like BH before homeschooling life and yeah. uh, so all of that? I I knew start? pretty early that I wanted to be a teacher, and I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, such joy in that profession and I really felt like it was my vocation and for Mm. many many years was affirmed in that and even through that time God was clearly working in the way of laying a foundation like Uh the people who I was around and the people who were influencing me the moms who I was looking up to um and even just my own snags with Mm -hmm. education were all answered in homeschooling. Hmm. And so I was unknowingly moving towards that. And simultaneously, um, all of my children are within a year and a half apart. So it was fast. It was some fast family building. Yeah. Yeah. And even that was, you know, very, very um, interesting. Just I'm a new teacher. I'm a new mom. And then all of a sudden I'm a mom of like a bazillion kids. (laughs) And home management and all of those things all happened. Yeah. So um, so I guess when we were expecting our fifth child, mm-hmm. I was still teaching full time. Wow. But I had just gone through two little guys who had not even serious health things, yeah. normal health, mm-hmm. uh, ear infection prone, mm-hmm. asthma prone, right. where I was now really pulled, really stretched between yeah. giving my all to teaching and giving my all to my kids, where um, I felt a real conflict of mm-hmm. I'm not maximizing who I can or should yeah. be. Um, and that being said, I do want to say it's kind of interesting because there's there's ways that you get into, you know, like homeschooling is great. It's the only way, like uh, public schools. Like yeah. So <laughs> I, I can truly say... Um, the people who I worked with were incredible. Yeah, and the I work that we were doing. That. Yeah, because there really is, I think, in the homeschooling community, this sort of like, okay, like the scapegoat, right? The public school. It but could be. That yeah. wasn't totally your experience. I, I felt really, and it could be because of the district that I was in or because mm-hmm. I had the experience of doing it. Mm-hmm. I think where it really gets dicey is that you're not the primary teacher mm. when your kids are in public school, but this will be like a plug for all, or at least the majority of teachers that I was around. These are people who love education and love kids. And sometimes 
in many situations have their hands tied. And so they can't do even Mm. everything that they want to. Mm -hmm. So um, that being said, as I was teaching, I could definitely see a societal shift that made me say, we've got to do something because Mm -hmm. now I can't, when I talked about my two boys who were sick, I couldn't stay home and it wasn't necessarily because, you know, like I didn't have time off, my class would fall apart without me. I felt like I was full-time parenting 21 kids every day and my kids at night and Mm -hmm. wanting the best energy for both of them. But I just became more and more aware that you didn't have a class of a majority of kids that just showed up ready. Like, Mm -hmm. they came needy wow if like if that translates and just well. for like to get us kind of tethered on the timeline here what were those years so you're seeing the societal shift yeah so i started teaching years. in 2009 2010 okay. and then i would say by 2014 okay it was like okay i'm like parenting now it's starting like i'm not just teaching i'm i'm parenting 20 yes kids. and wow. by um and it could have been as i was growing more veteran you know veteran mm-hmm. and um, the school system, they kind of knew who to give me. Mm. I'd heard that. Yeah. Was like, yeah, they're like, oh, oh she's, she's capable. It's the, it's the curse of capability, the curse of competence, right? Yeah, you got it. It hit yeah. you. Yeah. Of course. It, and it hit. Yeah. It was, it was emotionally um, a lot to carry. And at the same time, that's hard because you feel hmm. your vocation at work. Here right. I am, a pregnant young mom Mm -hmm. loving and mothering and maybe giving these kids the only taste of Catholic that they'll ever get. the missionary aspect too. And so I felt that uh, in a lot of big ways. Just sharing your life. Mm -hmm. You never have to say, this is like a little thing of mine. I think everybody's Catholic. They just don't know it. So uh, (laughs) She said it. Let's put it in quotes. Yeah. Put it down next to my name. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like that for so many of mm-hmm. the children that I was teaching. Mm-hmm. They all know goodness. Yeah. They all know truth. They, they do. They all know beauty yeah. and they There's cling to it. And I felt like that was the recognition of our souls when we were together mm-hmm. in that classroom. Like we just had an experience of a year. And the mm-hmm. gift of being allowed to teach someone else's children mm-hmm. is profound. So, yeah. you know, all of, all of that was big and heavy and... Beautiful, really, mm-hmm. really beautiful. And that being said, I'm so grateful that I had those years. Yeah. Because um, I think the dynamic of how our family life worked mm-hmm. uh, really got off to an awesome start where Jacob and I were both mm. working parents, really respecting yeah. each other's real partnership. workload. And that definitely prepped us for <laughs> how crazy it was about to be crazy all the time. <laughs> yeah. With all the kids. So you mentioned at the beginning, you were like, okay, and there were a few snags I was seeing in education mm-hmm. that homeschooling, even before you knew much about it or maybe were so involved mm-hmm. or had made the decision for yourself, homeschooling really seems to fill. So what were those snags mm-hmm. and how do you see homeschooling fulfilling those or answering So I hope them? that I remember all yeah. of them. There is, <laughs> there's a lot of little pieces Um there were things that children were not allowed to do. Like, we don't have time mm. for that. That okay. were the beauty of life. And that was, like, a huge age appropriateness. So talk about, like, divine timing. We were staying mm. at a dear friend's home who homeschooled, and she just happened to have out mm-hmm. um, the well-trained mind. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay so Susan I Lewis read Bauer. this. Oh. Yeah. So I'm reading it, and it's falling like rain on me. I'm oh, like, Oh, my God. As oh. a public school teacher, you're like, oh. <gasps> I love it. Yeah. This all makes sense. I yeah. love these things and like stages I wish of development. Kids. Like yeah, so it was beautiful yeah. and genius. Mm-hmm. I really had a hard time when our district moved from a, a K to five model mm. to split. So K to two, three to five, middle school, high school, and mm-hmm. the whole time I was feeling like the research is showing that K to eight is the way to go. And yeah. like after my first year of teaching, <laughs> the thing that we had done in that school was loop where you had them mm-hmm. for third and fourth grade. And by uh, the end of fourth grade, you were like, you guys want to just keep this going to high school? Yeah, what do you I know. Think? I'll stay with these kids. This yeah, is great. I'll keep this yeah, the continuity. Yeah. And so the, um, hmm. 
the amount of time at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. getting back into norms and routines yeah. and team building, building trust, and getting to right? know each other yeah. because so much is behavioral. Yep. So once you get that wheel <laughs> yes. finally rolling, you feel like, man, it's March. We're about to lose this yeah, wheel. I know. I'm going to get another so one. That's a square. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny that I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to homeschool. I just want to have a class that I take from kindergarten to high school. <laughs> yeah, run that by the superintendent. So well, teachers' yeah. unions, what if we did it this way? Like, but this is another. It's profound, right? That, it, it that, really. that relationship wouldn't be lost year to year but would grow. And I know for me, um, my experience teaching in the classrooms of hybrids um, and being able to see the whole picture because of the freedom mm-hmm. we had in those um, it was it was just so beautiful to see the whole picture and to be able to integrate. Okay, yes. they're doing this in fourth grade. We can lay the foundations and then do it again in eighth grade at a deeper level. And yeah, you can't do that with the fragmentation of no. the school systems as they are. And you right? didn't know what books they had read, what right, background like, what knowledge did that they teacher had read. do? Maybe that teacher had left the system and you couldn't get a hold of her anymore, and or she yes. was too busy now with her new cohort and. Yes. So that was a a big part of it in addition to just the naturalness of what children Mm -hmm. learn and model based on who they're around. Yeah. There's such a beauty to um, the ages being mixed. Uh, Mm. I think everyone had a hard time knowing that people who were making decisions about what curriculum should be or what assessments should be or what schedules Mm -hmm. should be we're not in classrooms. Yeah. So I was fortunate yeah. that I wasn't in a district that required this, but from talking with other friends and just knowing uh, even my sister-in-law's district, if you were on a list, then the amount of time that you spent in drill work or wow. in, um, because now we kind of lost this trust in our teachers. Yeah. You needed to document how many times you went through these flashcards with every student wow. to ensure oh, that you goodness. were actually teaching uh, these children. Yeah. That's yeah. awful. <laughs> and we're we're yeah. rising one item of success of what we deem worthy of success and yeah. we're missing sitting on the floor with a child reading next to them. Yeah. And, right. um, and so you or have maybe reading their emotional needs that week. Like Maybe maybe doing six sets of flashcards with this child isn't working this week. And like you said, it's behavioral. You need that flexibility in the moment on the ground to feel that freedom as an educator. Completely. Uh, so you have yeah. academics suffering. You have behavior off the charts. And you're like, you can't have a panic attack because right? we're going to read these words right now. It's not now. on the protocol. No <laughs> panic attacks, kid. Let's no go t- to PD no about mindfulness. Yeah. You're jittering. Your eyes twitching. What we're going to do yeah. is breathe deep. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> I can't yeah. solve this if right. they all just... So kind of myself, and I know a lot of people, took this in and said, mm. these are all conflicting pieces. Mm-hmm. But what we know is children. And yeah. when it comes down to, as you know, humans. Uh, so that's why I said that book was really powerful for me because yeah. you could see the naturalness of mm-hmm. the mind. Yeah. As you a can tell she background. children. Like, you love that. In and out. And you, she's spent time with children. And you can't replace that. No. So, yeah. Yeah. And homeschooling is definitely time with children. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we have a lot of time. It's Quantity sure time. Oh, yeah. And so quality. that's what I felt, too. I felt yeah. like um, in addition to those snags, I mm-hmm. was missing out on creating experiences that I wanted my own children to have mm-hmm. and life experiences that public education or any schedule that is that full time and I'll say it kind of in that like really confined eight to five or even you know eight to four week desk job right it just really ties up for life happening and to see our our there's something so endearing about like the little tiny with the backpack and they're going off and doing their picture but to part (laughs) your beloved away so often is really hard and so I said I was watching the sand go through my fingers and I just said, oh. we're just going to stop doing that. And so fortunately, um, I'll say that this was a big part of it. And I've even heard this with friends that this is a snag for them. And I was blessed. It was not mm. for me. When I said it, Jacob was yes. Yeah. There was no question about uh, That's either gold, my, right? 
our husbands gold. just being like, yes, Completely. you're right. This is good. This is good. Yeah. The, you're mm-hmm. their mother. And, yeah. and I felt kind of sad that um, moms would say, oh, but you taught, so it's going to be easy for you. But I, <laughs> I couldn't do that because I'm I don't have the teacher. teaching background. Oh. But I was like, but they're your baby. Right. If you are thinking of homeschooling, you they're need baby. no teaching yes. experience. Yeah. It blessed me. Mm-hmm. But you're kind of clever. You can figure it yeah, out, you know. Yeah. And it- <laughs> and I think things like teaching your kids to read or teaching your kids how to do addition or group things for multiplication, that's a learnable skill mm-hmm. for anyone who can read a book. Like if you can, if yes. you're literate, you can do better for your kids than they're gonna get in the big institution where there's 21 other kids that the mommy in the classroom's trying to minister to yes. under all the duress of the system, right? And the this is the curriculum you have to use, and this is the number of drills your kid has to do. Yeah, like they might learn to read, and they, you know, probably some of them will excel, mostly the girls. But, and that's a whole other conversation, sorry. Should not have dropped that bomb on that. But <laughs> I, it's in my head right now. Um, but, um, but, you know, you can do better for your baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you, that, like, trust yeah. that instinct. If you're feeling like, maybe I could, I don't know, then mm-hmm. go with the maybe I could, right? And I also can. love that it forces you to be decisive and to mm-hmm. make what you know about your mm-hmm. child become a fact of your life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You get to know them and you say, I'm going to decide what book is best for you next. Mm-hmm. I'm going to decide how to teach you this next. And the, Parallel learning that happens mm-hmm. is so beautiful. Um, I watched other families and I saw how their children were and I saw their relationship. Mm-hmm. And that was huge for me where I said, You mean of the siblings? I want that. Or of this child's uh, parent? Or both. Yeah. All of it. Yeah, the whole Even family. with me, um, mm-hmm. just having conversations with, you know, I talk to kids all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would you do today? You know, yeah. like I love kids. Get down uh, on their level. I love yeah. kids. And the funny things that they say. But when I talk <laughs> to some of these families with homeschooling kids, I was always, I always walked away invigorated mm-hmm. with a something. Like, ooh, that was so neat. Yeah. Like, I'm pondering these things, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so I walked away wanting. And, um... I am an interesting combination, personally, of a rule follower mm-hmm. and kind of like, I want to run barefoot. So yeah, like I've, push the boundaries of the rules. Like, yeah, yes. I'm totally there. Low five. That's like, yeah. <laughs> so I wanted Blessing my trees. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wanted trees to be part of my curriculum. Yeah, and I wanted <laughs> a different sense of we don't have to live in this box. And mm-hmm. so once we decided to homeschool and I kind of started to get an idea of what mm-hmm. homeschooling was going to look like for our family, I felt like the roof of what was holding us down was holding mm-hmm. education down, was holding me as a wow. mom, a teacher, you know, all of these yeah. different things was like, we can't sign you up for that because mommy can't get home in time or we can't do that because the kid on the mm-hmm. bus or we can't go there because... There was yep. always a no, and then once we homeschooled, it was like, yes, <gasps> yes, and it was awesome. Freedom. It really was, and so I felt the, not the weight of it, but the relief of mm-hmm. it, and just how exciting is this, mm. and with much responsibility, right? right. right. And then, then that was great, because yeah. that anchors me in to mm-hmm. say, commit to this, and make yourself completely given to this, yeah. like, well, if you're going to do it, you Let's might as well big. do it really, really yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be awesome homeschoolers. So another, another, you know, objection that often comes up with the, okay, can we really make this transition is, of mm-hmm. course, you go from two incomes mm-hmm. to one income. Mm-hmm. And that's a challenge. Um, mm-hmm. And I know we did that. We've done that several times, actually, because mm-hmm. like, things wax and wane, right? Yeah. Um, how did that go for you? And... Yeah. yeah. What encouragement can you give people who are like, but what about the income? Yes. Um, so I can also say, like, I was living by the skin of my teeth teaching. My daycare mm-hmm. bills would, like, paralyze people mm-hmm. to see. And that being said, wow. I had an incredible point. amount of help. You you get to a point where you can't have a big family and work. because Yeah. So that's a element in itself. Uh, but... A couple of things went into that. We were blessed that we knew ahead of time 
um, prior mm-hmm. to buying a home that I wanted to stay home. So yeah. I was still on the books as like we, you know, qualify for this much and we went way under. Yeah. So yeah. that was great. So you were looking what ahead you can, and planning ahead. What you can do debt. without is kind of beautiful. Yeah. And I think it might be in the Bible once or twice about like yeah, how you might get Jesus to heaven might faster. Talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but it's hard to give up. But that be I mean, I already was living when we were expecting our fourth, we were trying to sell our home and we were like, mm-hmm. We we've been trying to sell this house. We actually can't go a month affording both if like if we don't sell this house. It was right. really a scary moment. But um that's a whole story in itself. We we lived <laughs> with my parents for two years. I remember we that suffered and struggled and we were yeah. like But golly, what awesome years of mm. suffer yeah. suffering so great. Suffering. suffering. We're it was a long yeah. length and I loved it and it was so hard and it was yeah. so good. Um but I oh. can also say this. Um, a very interesting thing happened for us and I'm still kind of like working this out and I pray every night in gratitude for it. My staying home took a weight off of Jacob. Mm -hmm. He excelled in work. Um, his joy is abounding and he was given multiple promotions in the time that we Mm -hmm. stayed home where I was actually on a leave of absence the first Uh year just because we didn't know if we could swing it. And by halfway through that year, we were like, oh, we're doing this. We're swinging this. We're swinging this. We're going to grocery shop at Aldi. We're going to stop. Yep. (laughs) That's kind of like a game changer. Goodwill, Aldi. Yeah. Yeah. So I have Uh boys close. I buy one set of clothes, a boy set and a girl set, and they last for all of my kids. Insider yeah. tip, just buy one set of nice church outfit that. in the same it color, the way. blue and white, and then your kids always match. Is that match. how your kids always, always oh my match. gosh, your kids always match because you only, I get it. Now. White shirts. Gosh, ties. darn it, my kids are so old. I gotta I'm start with the younger stuff. I'm gonna be honest, I don't even shop at Goodwill because I bargain. Yeah. I bargain shop. And Facebook I'm like, Marketplace is good too. Yeah. For $4, this tie will make you look like a million dollars. So I'll tell you that. But we've been, we've been blessed. And so here's yeah. another thing. And, and I can say um, it even happened every time, every single mm-hmm. time we found out we were pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, complete terror struck yeah. my heart. The breakdown. Of how. Like, how can I do this? How can I, and, and that's a funny thing feeling like I love my kids so much. The gift of life is not lost on me. The weight of life is hard on me. How am I going to do this? Yeah. And God is so good and I am so weak and it's so awesome (laughs) to see how he's like, I've got this. I've totally got this. And so I just, so I've. I'm very happy yeah. to I remember my weaknesses. I remember with the fourth and fifth babies especially, I I actually, this was a horrible thing to do, but I took the pregnancy tests without Todd knowing I was mm-hmm. getting one. And I and I would get the result and I was pregnant and I would just go cry and be like, I can't tell him. I can't mm-hmm. tell him. Both times I went to confession mm-hmm. and I'm like, I can't tell my And the priest is like, you know you know you have to tell him. Like, he's going <laughs> to notice. I'm like, I know. <laughs> but it, it was, like, just this moment of utter powerlessness. And we were up and down with our income, too. And we're homeschooling. And I'm working. And how mm-hmm. is this going to? And every time, I mean, now these beautiful babies are, the fourth and fifth were the hardest, I have to say. Mm-hmm. And now we have an eight-year-old and a four-year-old who are just beautiful and a lot of work. But I like the way you put it, that the gift of life, I want, want, want it, and I'm open to it, but the weight of life mm-hmm. is, he- it's heavy. And I think that that's yeah. kind of a mirror. Yeah. You get what you're about to get into. So it's not just like, <laughs> yes. oh, it's a big yes. Yeah. So I felt like, mm-hmm. even looking back, it was the small yeses along the way mm. that I had no idea how profound they were going to be for our family. Yeah. And there's a lot right now in planning and society and pressures that we put on ourselves and even mm-hmm. just how much our realm of 
influence has changed of what yeah. we feel like we need to do. So when I talk about that roof, like I even like the birthday parties or the shoes or the right. activities or yeah. the things. The family vacation you have to have and you have to get them to Europe and you have to. Yes. And all these things that are like weighing you down. This is a perfect time to say I'm not on social media. Yeah. <laughs> so she won't see any of these recordings. I won't. And, <laughs> and I've got to say, like, there's yeah. the, the health of being mm-hmm. removed from you. But it's me. Like, I couldn't mm-hmm. handle that. Yeah. Um, I knew it mm-hmm. would be toxic for me. Oh, it's Pinterest poisoning is my thing. It's yeah. called Pinterest poisoning, and it extends to all Instagram's idiocy and all of the little fun Mm-hmm. misnomers I can come up with. So now that we don't that have, like, wise. living with, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, it's yeah. keeping up with Instagram. And so even for my <laughs> first year of homeschooling, yeah. I do feel like this was, like, some God-given wisdom at that time. Mm-hmm. I knew jumping in was going to be a big year. Yeah. I just jumped in, and I asked. I was like, I'm not going to sign up for anything. Yeah. I'm not going to get on Instagram or... Um, I'm not going to blog. I'm not going to be in a Facebook group. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to figure out who I am at Mm -hmm. home because I knew about myself that I was like, oh, I sew. I should teach my daughter to sew, but I don't sew that pretty. Oh, I don't sing. I sing awful. I don't teach Latin. But all these moms are talking about singing lessons on the Facebook group. And you're like, oh, and I should. Yeah, and the anxiety. It would fracture what I could Mm do, and it would debilitate what I could do and make me feel like I had to. Mm -hmm do a lot of other things. Yeah. So um, I Very felt like that wise. was one, that is one thing I feel like I would pass on to, to yeah. someone is to just give yourself mm-hmm. the space to learn who you are mm-hmm. with your children in a teaching aspect mm-hmm. and allow yourself to have fun and see the joy in it because mm-hmm. there's a lot of times where even you are feeling like, oh, it doesn't measure up to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got to get that picture out of your head and have your own yeah. Perfect. This is awesome at home. So that, that first year, did you do, like, no activities either? No Adorate activities? I did not or... do Adorate yet. Mm-hmm. I knew that I was Which going to. Which is our, to. like, large homeschool co-op for those of you. And if you're interested, you can see my interview here, mm-hmm. here, with uh, Didi Mahalik, the founder of Adorate. But back to your it's story. It's totally so awesome. You did not... I knew that I wanted to do Adorate. Yeah, like eventually. I did not join Adorate until the following year when so I second year had in. my, um, yeah, my routine of home mm-hmm. life. And I also think it's kind of tough because I always had a baby napping. Yeah. I know. It's so hard to give up that nap makes time it, every Friday. Yeah. But um, I think we did, like, non-academic play dates with friends yeah you know we'd get together on friday we do Mm -hmm. first friday mass and then a little activity there are a couple of friends that were were doing that who Mm -hmm. were homeschooling it was a non-pressure group and it was perfect it was just a touch of something without Mm -hmm. being overwhelming or you You have to prepare ahead of time or you need to like move your homeschool around this and one thing that i did miss leaving teaching there's two things is really the gift of being around other children and Mm -hmm. just praising God for little Mm -hmm. souls. Um, But I also missed the motherhood of other moms. They were so encouraging to me being a young mom. They were so nice to me. That's so vain. I need to be around people who are nice nice to me me. all the time. But we all do. No, we all need the words of encouragement. To be around somebody or multiple other people. It's like you're doing a good job. Your kids be a are great. I love kids. Yeah. Even just to vent to. I look around the room and I'm like, you're all so small. Yeah. Nobody gets the joke or nobody's like, right. I'd like to find my daughter who is my little old soul, my best friend, yeah, but like, she'd be six. And I'm like, six. I can't tell you about what's going on in here, right? But I'm not crazy. They're crazy, right? Yeah. I'm not crazy. They're crazy. She's like, no, mom, you're crazy. <laughs> Not the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, Mm. but that is is an interesting thing. So that year allowed me to see, Mm -hmm. okay, this is what's going on in our house, and this is where we could benefit. Mm -hmm. And so that community aspect for me, um, I was reading um, Meg Meeker, 10 Habits of Healthy Moms. I I was like, really? Strong father, strong daughter. She's awesome. She's strong strong daughter, strong son. Yeah. I have four sons, so I'm like, that's great. Awesome. I only have one, so I skipped that book. You know? I'm like, I don't need that one. You're good. I got, I got a good husband. We'll take care yeah. of it. But there's a way that um, just the adjusting into it mm-hmm. and giving yourself the space. I find I found this when I was teaching. I find this with kids. If it's 
if it was good for one kid, it was probably good for many of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Things that I had to do for an IEP for a special needs student ended up being the things that other kids benefited from. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if I would do it for a kid because it's really nice, I should probably do it for myself. For my child or for you. Yeah. For myself. I was like, Uh, forget the kid. I need water. I need a pretty (laughs) cup of cut fruit. Golly. I need a stand-up break and like, yeah. (laughs) Totally. Guys, I'm going to go climb a tree. Yeah. (laughs) No, but those things do mm. make a difference, and just having the space to do mm-hmm. them is so generous for your kids' yeah. sake, um, because obviously, being in a good frame of mind and being the helm of that ship, yeah. you know, you kind of want you kind of <laughs> want that compass working. So that's right. Oh yeah. my goodness! So now you're into the homeschooling, mm-hmm. and I mean, you had the foundation of Susan Weisbauer, who's kind of gateway drug to Mother of Divine Grace, which is classical. So you've gone classical. I totally knew I wanted classical. Yeah. I had a gift, and it was a parent saying, um, if you're thinking about homeschooling, Mm -hmm. while you're, of course, on maternity leave, while you're on maternity (laughs) leave, that's my only day off, that was my vacation for seven years, why don't you come watch me teach? Uh Because that was my biggest thing. I was like, well, I know I could teach a class all the same thing with, like, Mm -hmm. the little caveat here and there how do I run the house mm-hmm. nurse the baby yeah I have a kindergarten nuggets, second and grader fourth grader all these things how do I do that right and I just truly just being in her home mm-hmm. again was like a, a watershed moment where I saw it and I said oh, oh I can do this yeah oh this is so beautiful and like mm-hmm. Oh, you can hug your kid while you do this, or you can pile on mom's bed. And there's, you know, there are just so many beautiful little moments. And again, yeah. that ceiling was lifted, and I was like, "Boom! This is mm-hmm. this is big idea um, yeah. movement." And every year has been a little bit different, and every year is extremely mm-hmm. grueling. Yeah. Uh, and and still, I would take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any day compared yeah. to what the first, compared to what September is like. Yeah. Jacob is very, he's in like, the schools. September was awful. Like, September hurt you. Ooh. Like, you couldn't like sleep. Like, physically. Physically yeah. Emotionally, mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you, you're going through the You ringer. remember that after the fact. Mm-hmm. And you were away from your baby. And yeah. And you were away from your baby, you're pumping. And you're sending right. diapers. And you're making, it's like all right. of these hard, hard things. So this is hard in a completely different way. Yeah. That's such a blessing. Um, and I think that, yeah, just encouraging moms who are maybe in their first or second year of homeschooling, and it's like, this is so hard. I mean, and mm-hmm. I think, you know, February, March is kind of our September in a way. Mm-hmm. But to remember that it's, it's, it's hard labor, but it's labor in the school of freedom and liberation and becoming who you're meant to be mm-hmm. and having your family's life integrated towards each other and um, building building up together something beautiful through mm-hmm. your work um, rather than I think I feel like families in the school systems like you said there's being they're being pulled this way and the kids hear this all day and then they go home and they hear mm-hmm. this message from mom and dad and then maybe they go to church on Sunday and they hear another message you know, mm-hmm. and then it's just this sort of life of holding it all together. Right. And, and that's hard. Um, and mm-hmm. building together is hard, too. But it's different. And it's free. It's free work. Yeah. It is. And I think, um, especially when something is hard, there's an immediate feeling that it shouldn't be. Like, we should change it. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, I'm suffering. I need to, to run away. This. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. That's the modern way, right? Modern American way. We'll invent something for that. We have a yeah, pill for that. Yeah, right, We right. have a contraption, a little machine you can plug in. So teach your kid I to read like for when you. So <laughs> when you hear these little things, mm-hmm. I think it's big to go far out in your trajectory of life, too. Mm-hmm. Like, what would I like for my son to say about me when he's done homeschooling? Wow. Right? And That's like, a good yeah. How question. am I doing a thing right now? What's the 18-year vision mm-hmm. for his person mm-hmm. yeah and I have a an incredible mom and an incredible mother-in-law mm-hmm. who I think that's another big thing you surround yourself with incredible if you can you know like mm-hmm. find some really great people right. who um are models for you that you see 
mm-hmm. what they did that was beautiful and yeah. you're like you try that out yeah yeah <laughs> throw that in well, I think that... a big moment of like going into someone's home allowing them to welcome you coming to them as I just need to see this mm-hmm. and seeing a day in the life play out is so important because it's suddenly like it huge. they're human. Yeah, yeah. And they're moms too. Like they struggle with the same things, but they're doing it. And so I could do this too. Mm-hmm. And you find the encouraging voices. Like, yeah. There are small things mm-hmm. that I loved. You could be teaching science and instructing mm-hmm. kids how to make peanut butter and jelly <laughs> and nursing a baby at the same time. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, this is like this, this song is like, yeah. <laughs> what a novel thought. <laughs> I could press the button with my left foot, yeah. you know, like all of the things that you could do all at the same time. But in that beauty too, I felt like what a richer way am I being mm-hmm. utilized for my family's good? Yeah. I'm not leaving my kids. My kids have such a different sense of yeah. anchoring mm-hmm. their behavior. Mm-hmm. I feel like my kids were always awesome, obviously. Right. I mean, look at the genetics. Like, <laughs> But there was a different piece. Uh-huh. And that was awesome to see our families, like, we're all taking a deep breath. Like, we're all mm-hmm. doing real good. And yeah. that my kids had no separation. Mm-hmm. And then their confidence and their freedom and yeah. their, you know, catch and release was, was really awesome to mm-hmm. see, too. So it does feed itself. Like, any, yeah. any anything. You put in hard work. And it's hard and you don't feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. And then a month later, you look back and you say, wow, that was awesome. Yeah. Like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was probably worth it. So surrounding yourself or like having mm-hmm. that little engine that could mentality is going to make a difference. You've got to... You've yeah. got to be strong of, of mind and heart and um, yeah. commit and just stick to it. And and I am. I'm like, I'm a little bit... Mm-hmm. If, if I was, um, yeah, given a task, mm-hmm. like... I will hold my finger in that hole. Yes. I will. <laughs> no, I will this dike will not give under me. Yeah. I will do the job. But um, yes, goal oriented. Driver. To, mm-hmm. For the sake of your kids, I feel mm-hmm. like that's a message that moms get behind because you mm-hmm. already are given to them. So yeah, why not make it better for them and yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we've made it sound awesome, and we're like selling the homeschooling. But do you want me to tell all the dirty? <laughs> right. Okay. Now I'm gonna give you the the dirty. The, here's oh, the dirty laundry. Gabriel. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna go for uh, this. Um. So describe for, for me. If if you're open to it, you don't have to. We can cut this part. But describe for me a bad homeschooling day. Mm-hmm. Like describe for me the day you wake up in the morning and by like okay, let's say 3 p.m. for me is the witching hour. It's like nap time's over. Maybe it didn't happen. And you're ready to throw in the towel. Describe yeah, that day like, for I'm me. I'm not going to leave the house. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. make it out of this house. <laughs> I'm calling the school district now. There are days, um, and this is this is almost always the case, mm-hmm. I can't stop the negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. And so that gets really hard. And, and I've described it. Like your it internal to, monologue in your head is right, like, where you're like this is well. not well. Well, that's great. This yeah. is not going well. Mm-hmm. And, if, and if you were good at this. It would be going well, yeah. right? Yeah. That's really rough. Or my mm-hmm. eyes will only see, like, there's a dirty counter. And oh. my kitchen, never. <laughs> Let's just say our kitchen. Stuff. Yeah, there's a home Everywhere. Kitchen. I'm actually quite a tidy person, and I like things pretty. And <laughs> that might be one of the, the sacrifices. Boys, three boys later. Yeah. Or just... I don't see it as a symbol of, mm-hmm. you know, oh, beautiful family life is happening here. I'm like, the floor is dirty yeah. again. <laughs> um, so I just I get like the a table. hot Irish yeah. button, and so I'll yell, right? Yeah. And then I'm like, and I see my kids' faces as I'm yelling, and I'm like, why are they making me yell at them? They should just be perfect all the time. Um, and so I do think it's really hard because the mm-hmm. other thing that happens is that you're not um, – creatively problem solving as you're in that day and so I've been bad where I stubbornly Mm -hmm. make I'm like nope let's just keep marching uphill in mud let's do multiplication now because that'll make it better it's like a hangover right like no we need to do five drills today and gosh darn it we're gonna do them because my paperwork oh wait no now it's just me It wasn't even the school if district. If we went outside, it, was me. it probably would have been better. Yeah. If yeah. we had taken a break or mm-hmm. if we had jumped on mom's yeah. bed. 
Um, so I do have like a pretty decent arsenal of things that I could and should use, mm-hmm. but I also feel, um, I feel like it's really important to know as a society, we've stopped parenting in public yeah. and, um, you don't get to see people mm-hmm. disciplining in public and you judge yourself when you do discipline and, yeah. you know, like there's so much loaded baggage. Mm-hmm. There's, um, even family baggage of Mm-hmm. how you are raised and who you want to be yeah. and who you don't want to be. All of that is super heavy. There's a huge yeah. element that goes into that. But um, trying to survive the day on the hard days or weeks. So yeah. when I, it seems like it always happens, but like the week that I know I'm pregnant and I can't <laughs> handle it are mm-hmm. the weeks that, um yeah, Oh, I don't want to go into detail of the crazy no, things I have. We have yeah. ducks. We have a garden. We have mud. Yeah. We have, like, <laughs> dead squirrels coming to me yeah. and pajama <laughs> kids. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to make it, am I? Yeah. <laughs> we might not get to multiplication might, grouping manipulative not even get it. Yeah. Those yeah. are all times mm-hmm. where the greater, the, the harder work is just being. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think we're, we do expect a lot of ourselves as mom. We, we take care of the meals, we take mm-hmm. care of the clothes, we take care of the kids, take care of the scheduling and all those yeah. things. Doctors and you appointments, don't have... dentist appointments, like so many teeth when you have seven kids. Right? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of teeth to brush, a lot of socks to back up, <laughs> yeah. a lot of appointments to hit and food to feed. There's just yeah. a lot, a lot of things. And instead of feeling empowered by that, you can really feel mm-hmm. under it. And so there are times where even the pressure of showing up, well, mm-hmm. like, but what am I going to do? Right. Okay, so I've got all these kids. What am I going to do? And coming up with an answer to that can mm-hmm. even be hard. And sometimes you um, get under it and you have to let them lead. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that's where it's a beautiful moment of saying, uh, this is too much for me. Mm-hmm. And I just need something to happen yeah. here. And usually it does. So... Mm-hmm. I know, like just I will. wait, and you're gonna you're gonna get through. It. And like here mm-hmm. you are. I mean, we now we have this sort of like history of all these periods we can look back on where it was like I cannot get through the day, but mm-hmm. we did. And our kids are reading, and yes. they're doing fun things like taking care of ducks. And yes, do they actually <laughs> kill the dead squirrels or just find them and bring them to oh, you? Oh no, he just oh, found yeah, it he and found carried it. Yeah. it to me. <laughs> And then there had to be a burial. And it was dramatic and Viking-ish. Yeah. And it's like, oh, oh gosh. Down creek. Yeah. Um, but it's the unexpected. Here's another thing, and I'll say, like, a mm-hmm. lot of people probably experience this, too. What is happening in my day mm-hmm. ahead of me? I can barely even articulate because it's just so bananas. <laughs> yeah. And then I tell my husband at night, and I'm like, why does that sound funny? Yeah. It's not... <laughs> That was not a funny story. That was I a mean, really upsetting day. That was day. meant to be like a drama, like, you know, the Downton Abbey of my day. And then you're right. like, but it sounded, it came across as like, Jews and Mister. Yeah. Very entertaining. <laughs> oh, so it's that true. perspective, the ability to laugh at yourself and just say, yeah. man, you're such a cream puff. I'm a cream puff when it comes to like real suffering. I'm like, I'll take labor, but paper cuts. <laughs> I do not want, yeah, I yeah. don't want day-to-day suffering. Oh my suffering. gosh, or like the freezer breaking down and defrosting. I can't do that. Like, yeah, Kids I hit the can, power I switch and so all of the miles, meat in your freezer. Yeah. Yes, those are the things. But yeah, yeah it's, we didn't even mention potty training. You will be expected to potty train. Oh my gosh, that is <laughs> One my of your older children might not say nice things to your younger children. Yeah. That will happen. Mm-hmm. And so all those like just knowing that they're normal in parallel yeah parenting seeing other people so when you are kind of solid and confident being able to be around Mm -hmm. other people and seeing that sampling does so much for your heart it's affirmation it's a a sense of like Mm -hmm. recommitting um you could see your own weaknesses you could see your strengths differently Mm -hmm. right it just gives such perspective yeah and i would say like to young moms especially like if you're in a group of women right now where you go to the play dates and you come home feeling stressed and exhausted and like you need to change things. You need to change your peer group. Yeah, that's a really you, good you point. You have to just like 
walk away from that and find the group where women are laughing at themselves yes. and building each other up and being like, you know what, you're going through potty training right now. I'm between potty trainings right now. You're going to make it. And then when I'm struggling yeah. in a year with my potty training, you're going to build me up right. and tell me I'm going to make it. Nice. Like, just say something nice. Like, you're, Lie. He won't I don't go care. to high just school in diapers, nice. you know, that kind of thing. Like, just get me through yes. this. But, um, Other people yeah. who get it is so helpful and who are humble and able to just Mm -hmm. be like I've been there and Mm -hmm. I'll be there again Mm -hmm. and yeah that's it's community is huge such a gift for your children so if you need to shop around for that community do it or go outside your comfort zone to find it do it Mm because it's such a a game changer Mm -hmm. in your day-to-day life like even if you only see them once a month or like every two weeks I I mean yeah. yeah, and just like knowing, that. so one little thing that um, I do is I start praying out loud, like, away from my kids. I go yeah. do laundry. My Lord grandmother Jesus. had seven yeah. kids, and she was known to go down and do laundry and cry. <laughs> oh I may goodness. or may not I do know. the same If I'm thing. folding laundry in the laundry room, it's because I need to be alone. And I um, say aloud the women in my life who I'm praying for, mm-hmm. and I feel like that same camaraderie, I'm like, mm-hmm. and I've said on, on a day, like, it's three in the afternoon. Do you ever say my name? Like, nah, Can you I'm say going my name? to. Thank you. Go home and fold some laundry. I sure will. Say Erica. Erica Ahern with her beautiful family. Saying this one for you. But um, when you know, I've sent that message to friends before mm-hmm. and said, like, today is not good. I need you to pray for me. And yep. just feeling invested in being mm-hmm. vulnerable to other people and knowing that the power of prayer yeah. is better probably than anything else that I could do. Yeah. And. and I tell my kids to say Hail Mary for me. Yes. I'm like, I need this. Mm-hmm. I'm not good. It's yeah. not your fault. Yeah. Could you say a Hail Mary for me But you can do right something now? about it and pray for me. Could you yeah. please? <laughs> I've told you that I put Mary uh-huh. in almost, uh, Mary's my homegirl. I put yeah. her in every um, room of my house so mm-hmm. I could just yeah, find like her visual face. visual cue. Yep. At some Very moment much. and anchor me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't, but you can. Yeah. I can't which is why if you're if you're listening to this and you're watching and you're not Catholic, this is why when you go into Catholic homes, you're like, wow, these people are religious. Oh, like yeah, every yeah. room, why is there a cruise? Mary, Thomas It's because Moore. you can't swear in front of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> in Sarah Hunter's case. Yeah. Or you swear less. That's the yeah, truth. Yeah, you swear less if, if Mary's looking at you from every corner of your home. And yeah, visual cues. That's just, we're all children before God. <laughs> children need visual cues. And that's our visual cues. It's so true. That's a good what a gift mm-hmm. oh man that's awesome well thank you for sharing that because I, I know like mm-hmm. as a young mom it was so refreshing when I suddenly encountered this reality that oh these homeschool moms who I'm like how do you homeschool six kids and I can't barely do two kids just right. keeping them alive day to day how yeah. do you add on and yeah. and just um that we all have ups and downs and bad days, and it's usually mm-hmm. one child at a time. In both of our cases, right? We've only Completely. had one child at yeah. a time. No and yeah, no, yeah, I know. Yeah. Just seven pregnancies in both of our cases, and it, yes. yeah. So, so I would just yeah, it's just really good to hear that it was a gradual process. Of I building say to, to where people we're at with now. that two kid point. Too, yeah, it's I get that very often. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the those are formation years. Yeah. So two was my hardest, and mm-hmm. you need that reminder that those are such formation years, mm-hmm. um, and that it's complete dependency mm-hmm. in complete unpredictable behavior. Like kids are gonna run into the yes. street if you don't watch them. The worries are significantly different. So yeah, I think there's a tendency to see like, oh, she's doing a lot more without realizing that every stage is its own trial mm-hmm. by fire and yeah. real learning stage. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not to intimidate you. <laughs> but another thing about Catholics <laughs> is that we're always talking about the veil of tears, right? Like Our Lady and the Valley of Tears. Mm-hmm. And that that's not something that should like frighten us or lead us to despondency. No. But that we've got the supports. Like we've got Rise what up. it takes. Rise up. Be courageous. Rise up when yeah, you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's just um, that we have the strength, like you said, in the power of prayer and our mm-hmm. relationship with God and with the communion of saints 
both on earth and in heaven, um, to rise up to each of those moments. And that yes. each each of those trial by fire is preparing you for the next level and the next. And mm-hmm. it's, that's classical education, right? But it applies yes. to our lives, as our interior lives as moms too. Completely. Everything's a foundation for mm-hmm. the next. And having that trust and confidence just, I mean, you're going to astonish yourself, right? That... It, completely. Where we are. Completely. And I think that's where I, I've always gone back to something really beautiful. My husband always said for us, we've trusted God this far. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Well, Why you're wouldn't like, you? But God, maybe not this time. It's not going to work out. I know. Oh, no. Sarah Hunter, yeah. every single time. God, yeah. you got this one wrong. I want to just no, talk no, no, for no, five no. minutes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So much so. And I'm like, then I look back at the blessings and I'm like, and he did this. And we have a house. And we had, then we had another house. And then we lost the house. And then we had a house. And then, then this pregnancy. And I mean, but every time, like, here we are. And then he throws another one in my path. And mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, you're not going to do it this time. Like, it's just a me. bigger oh and gosh, better yeah. quilt. Yeah, exactly. And it really is mm-hmm. hard to see, like, how all that suffering plays a role. But mm-hmm. it has changed me as a mom to know, too, that if I am not scared of suffering because I know it's going to benefit me, mm-hmm. I'm not scared of my kids suffering. And so that takes a, yeah. a teaching pressure off yourself. That's a freedom. It's huge. That's freedom. That they need to learn. Yep. In all aspects yeah. of the hard work and yeah. the suffering and being there with them through mm-hmm. it is, is a huge blessing. Yeah. So. And that ultimately their education and their formation, of which you are the primary driver, you're not. God is. Mm-hmm. And he made them for this. And whatever moments come to your family and you're thinking, I don't know how, like, how could you let this happen to my children, right? Because when things happen to the family, mm-hmm. like, we are like, you okay, I can Yeah, and you're like, it's my kids and your mm-hmm. mama bear. Mm-hmm. But um, I think what you just said, like, I am not afraid of my children's suffering. That is a radical freedom of the spirit um, that then gives you the space and the strength to, to get through the hard days mm-hmm. and to do the homeschooling thing mm-hmm. because you're not afraid of that. And gosh, be not afraid, right? Mm-hmm. It, it gets too. Yeah, it, it does. It does, yeah. It gets yeah. easier. It get, it's going to get harder. Yeah. And, and that's good. And, yeah. But all for really good mm-hmm. reasons. And be not afraid. Be not afraid. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's a great place to end this. We've been talking a long time. But this is, oh, my gosh, what a great day for me, personally. Oh, thank thank you. you so much for coming. Thank you. I love talking about this. I know. I could, we could go on another mm-hmm. hour, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so we might need to do this again and talk actually more about education. Because <laughs> I was like, I also oh, want to that. Play. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. And then, like, there's phonics and reading and yes. history and all that stuff. So, you know... Like, something I like to do on the channel is give people insight into my thought process with particulars, like yes. what curriculum and why this book or why not this book and how to do it or in mm-hmm. this situation, how would you adapt it? So I'm going to have to have you back because I want to get Thank into you. that too with you, but that would be <laughs> like a lot, four yeah, more so hours of Erica yes. and Sarah Hunter. Um, but I think we'll have to make it happen. That's so, great. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thanks. It's great to talk all this through and to hear. Um, yeah. The, the shared community of what it means, and, and that's awesome. It is.